We've been talking about the principle of Lord, the law of sowing and reaping. Praise the Lord Jesus. The principle of sowing and reaping, and we said that it's not um, limited to the seed of money. We're going to look at uh, seeds in general, how the seeds came to us. The seeds of success God sowed to us through his word. And as we apply the word of God and sow and apply this seed, we will have the harvest of what the word of God talks about. In Galatians chapter 6 and in verse 7, it says, be not deceived. God is not mocked. For whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. He that soweth to his flesh shall of the flesh reap corruption. But he that soweth to the spirit shall of the spirit reap life everlasting. Verse 9 says, And let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. So in the process of time, and how many of us know to do, to build something good takes more time than to tear something down? You know how many minutes it takes to bring down uh, a, a building? Uh, it, it, once they attach the right things to the right places, boom, everything comes down. But it took them months to build it, sometimes years to build such things. So to destroy is easy. To build is where the issue is. Amen? So when we want to reap good things, it takes us time to build it. It takes us time to plant the seed, prepare the ground. Then we sow the seed there, and then we wait patiently for the harvest, for that thing to grow, come up, and we begin to reap it. But the Bible is telling us that if we're not weary, all right? In due season, if we do not faint, if we're not weary, if we don't faint, if we don't give it up, we will reap. When you sow good things, you know, there are some people who say that, you know, uh, this, this, the woman is complaining, I've been so, I've been a good wife to this man, and he's paid me nothing but evil. Now listen, one is, are you a child of God? Because the beginning of this process is, is the fact that you belong to God. Otherwise, you're still in the kingdom of darkness. When somebody's in the kingdom of darkness, it's like uh, trying to plant um, corn on top of a rock. There's nothing wrong with the corn, all right? Nothing is wrong with you. The problem is where you're planting your corn. You need to prepare the ground. You need to know where you're grow going. You need to be the right ground. We're going to go to um, uh, a, verse of, uh, a couple of scriptures. Uh, Luke chapter 8 verse 4. The parable of the sower. The Bible tells us here that when much people were gathered together, they were coming to him out of every city. And he spake a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trodden down, and the fowls of the air devoured it. 
And some fell upon a rock. And as soon as it was sprung up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns. And the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. And another fell on good ground and sprang up and bare fruit an hundredfold. And when he had said these things, he cried. He'd had ears to hear, let him hear. And his disciples asked him, saying, what might this parable be? And he said, unto you, it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. But to others in parables, that seeing they might not see, and hearing they might not understand. Amen? Now the parable is this. So Jesus began to let the disciples know what he was talking about. He said, the seed is the word of God. The seed is the word of God. I just want you to underline verse 11. Praise God. Uh, highlight it in an, on an electronic. If you have an electronic device, highlight it. And those by the wayside are they that hear, then cometh the devil and taketh away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. Hallelujah. Lest they believe and be saved. Praise the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, in one of the uh, Gospels, it says that, um, that, the so that when, when the seed was sown, because they did not understand it, the devil came immediately and stole the word from their hearts. Hallelujah. He came immediately and stole that word out of their hearts, lest they should understand it. Glory be to Jesus. Now, if you hear the word of God and you fail to understand it, give it what it takes, the enemy will come and steal it. If while the word is going and you're complaining, you didn't take out time to hear it, the enemy will come and steal it from you. While the word is going, some ideas you heard from other people, Oh, preacher, so they after, let's get to where, the, where he's going to be asking you for the money. That's what you're thinking. Whilst you're thinking that the word is going, the enemy is stealing it from you. Remember, it's not the word of a man. It is God's word. Like I'm not reading from a book I authored. This is the Bible. Amen? You know, Jesus said something to the children of Israel. He said, the Pharisees, let's say you consider me a Pharisee, he says, the Pharisees sit in the seat of Moses. Therefore, whatever they bid you do, do it. But don't do after their works. He didn't say, disregard what they're telling you. He said, listen, do what they're telling you. Because they sit in the seat of Moses. And the things they are teaching you came out of the word. So listen to the word. Hallelujah. Now, sometimes people look at you and say, what's his, what's his qualification to tell me what to do? Okay. This is Jesus speaking to you. In this house, we like to tell people, if I share with you the word of God, both of us are obligated to do it. 
But if I share my own ideas, you can just throw it in the dumpster on your way out. That doesn't mean anything. It doesn't count for anything. Hallelujah. If I tell you one of the dog tales, just throw away the dog tail, but listen to the word of God. Amen? Hallelujah. Now, the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. I said to pay, pay attention to that. And those by the way, said I did that here, then cometh the devil and taketh the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. They on the rock are they which, when they hear, receive the word with joy. And those have no root with which for a while believe. And in time of temptation or trial, that word also means trial, test, they fall away. And that which fell among thorns are they which, when they have heard, go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life and bring no fruit to perfection. This particular group of people, now the other group of people, they heard the word. They're very excited about it. You know, they say, wow, that's true, that's true, that's true. Wow, what a word. And then they go out there and something just happens. Something that makes, I mean, it's like, let, let me give you an example. You just left here, ah, that's you. You know, you, 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 you left church, you went home, there was a group of people, you know, they came to church, you know, they were excited about it for a while. And one day they went, away, they went to church and they had a blowout. From the day they had that blowout, we haven't seen them in church till now. When the time of temptation comes, they fall away. Now, but there are people whose cars were totaled, they are still here. Now, that which fell among tongues are they which, when they have heard, they go forth and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of this life. Let's start with cares. Oh, I need to pay my bills. I have to, you know, I have two jobs. Um, I need to go on holiday next year. So you add a third job to it. And you know, and all those things that you're thinking about, oh, my friends have Louis Vuitton bags. I need to buy a new one. And you're working more time. Oh, I need to move up in life. So you're working other things into it so that you work. And all of these things are time that it now comes to the point that on Sundays you would not need to show up in church. In fact, when you were negotiating your next pay, all you were interested in was more money. When they told you Wednesdays you're not going to be able to come, go anywhere, you're going to be here, Sundays you're going to be here, say, just show me the figures. The cares of this life. So the more you're walking, those things you once had that stirred up the godly life, that stirred up the things of God inside of you, begin to be quenched. After a while, they will hold no significant place in your life. That's what he's talking about. Or you became very wealthy. So now you're whining and dining with the higher mighty. They did not invite you to all those, you know, the cocktail uh, stuff, you have to go and all of that, you know, go to all those places where, you know, you go to operas. You know, some people like operas. I, I ain't one of them. <laughs> so, now, you begin to do these things, you know, 
I have to be to, I have to go to Paris every year. You know, I have to go to the fashion thing. You know, you're now getting into the pleasures of this life. Some of the scriptures you knew, you begin to compromise them. When they're not talking to you, you start saying things you shouldn't be saying just to accommodate some people. And you don't know that it is destroying what you have. You're a believer, you once stood on the word. Now you want to have a TV show where you're encouraging people to date anybody that they want. In fact, initially it was just a man and a woman. And when you don't take time, two men show up and you can't say no. And the word that was once valuable has been destroyed. It has been choked. So it does not produce or bring fruit to perfection. But they on the good ground are they. Now these are people which in an honest and good heart, they're not believing it because John believes it. No. They're not believing it because my best friend is doing it. No. They took the, in their own hearts they're honest and sincere about what they're doing. And they heard the word. They heard the word. They received it not as the word of a man, but the word of God. And they said, I've heard God today. You know, two people can go to church and one person goes and says, wow, the Lord spoke to my heart today. Hallelujah. So you've got to come to this thing with an honest and a good heart. You see, having heard the word, they keep it. They hold on to it. They begin to walk the word and bring forth fruit with patience. When God says, be angry, but sin not. The last time you were angry, in fact, you drove your car back and bashed the other guy's vehicle well. So that now, then you now, when the, when the police come, you just put your hands, just arrest me. We're good. At least I got him. But... You begin to discipline yourself. So I have the spirit of God in me. I cannot keep doing this thing. Yeah, I'm angry. I've been upset. I do nothing about it. You could be hearing voices. How can they do that kind of thing to you? That's the devil. How, who, you know, who they tried with you? In, your, in, in, in the good old days, if anybody tries it, you blow off his head. You say, no, I'm a Christian. I cannot do that. All right? So you're with patience in a good heart. In spite of what Jesus said, if any man come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, be crucified, follow me, follow me, follow me. Deny yourself. Who, who is such a one as I? Forget about I. Forget about that person you think you are and continue with him. Hallelujah. He said, take up me and learn of me for I'm meek. And lowly in heart. Glory be to God. So we begin to learn his ways. And those things become seed. We start sowing them. We start sowing the life of God. The very nature of God. The things that God says to us. We do them. And the world look at us and say. Wow. What a great people. What a wise people. The principles of God. They help us. They always bring good to us. They bring good to us. It takes time. When you're a person of integrity, it takes time for people to come to see that you're like that. But when they recognize you, they'll pass a thousand people to get to you. 
But that on good ground are they which in an honest and good heart, they sincerely come to God and hear the word. Not as the word of a man, but the word of God. The word is a seed. And the Bible says to us, this is why you have to, people, believers have to be very careful what they're doing. The Bible says, he that repays good with evil, evil will not depart from his house. So it's a principle. That's why God says to us, be as wise as serpents, but be as harmless as doves. When you go out there, do good as much as it lieth in you. Do good to all men. As much as it lies in you. Do good to all men. Why? Whatsoever good thing any man doeth, the same shall he receive of the Lord. You know, when you're serving in another man's business or job, that is when you're sowing seed for your own future. When you're living in someone else's home, you're sowing seed for your own home. When you're giving other people's children to take care of, you're sowing seed that will affect your own children. Whatsoever any man soweth, the same shall he receive of the Lord. And Jesus was telling us, we're going through, you know, looking at the book of um, uh, Revelations, and we're talking about the church in Tyatera. He said, I will give unto every one of you according to your works. According to your deeds. The goodness of God is supposed to be seen in us. The Bible says this is the love of God. That we obey his commandments. And his commandments are not grievous. The Bible says that love worketh no ill to his neighbor. But some people say, you know, you're not smart. You know, you have to be wise. There are certain kinds of wisdom that are not the wisdom of God. And the Bible says that the foolishness of God is wiser than man. So we don't follow the principles of this world. We follow the principles of God's word. Because God, if we do the things that are right before God, it will prolong our days. Righteousness prolongs our lives. Sin will cut short any man's life. And evil, evil has a reward. Righteousness has a reward. Hallelujah. The Bible says, in the way, of righteousness. It says in the path, in the way of righteousness, there is life. Or in the path of righteousness, it says in the way of righteousness is life. In the pathway thereof, there is no death. There is no death. When you follow evil, it will bring destruction. The Bible says that as righteousness tended to life, so he that pursueth evil pursueth it to his own death. 
God expects us to do good in this world that good may also come to us when we're sowing good things we're sowing good deeds good will come to us hallelujah there's no way it's not going to come to us I have not even gone to half of the things I wanted to talk about today so maybe I'll touch one of them or two what is seed the seed the Bible tells us in Luke 8 11 is the word of God is that what you take and you begin to sow it you sow it either by action or you sow it by saying it hallelujah because the word of God has these seven things I'm about to say if I have time I'm going to just take one or two the word of God has the nature of God that means that the word is ever living the word is indestructible The word has the life of God in it, in it. The word is living, so we can't even see it. So when we act on it, we activate a supernatural life. When we say it, we bring life into a place.